Welcome to the Exodus Health Center podcast. These seminars are recorded live Monday nights at 7 at the Exodus Health Center in Kennesaw, Georgia, where we believe that God needs no help, just no interference. Tonight's workshop is entitled Healthy Hormones and is presented by Dr. David Jockers. Now, here's Dr. David. So that was actually Dr. Dan Pompa. He's actually a mentor of mine, somebody I've learned a lot from. He has an office up in Pittsburgh, and uh, one of the big things he's been talking about for years has just been hormone issues. And so, who here knows somebody um, that has hormone issues? Or maybe it's yourself or you know somebody. So most of you guys do, right? So whether it's estrogen, problems, progesterone, right? Or males, you know, we're going to talk about this too, low testosterone issues and how that's an issue. And so right here, this is Healthy Hormones, so you guys can see Time Magazine Right, talking about early puberty, why girls are growing, growing up faster. And who got the uh, the newsletter that I sent out? Some of you guys got it. All you guys got it. Probably most of you guys got it. Some of you guys didn't read it, right? And so you definitely want to make sure you're staying tuned because it's the latest science that's coming out. It's talking about how how girls are going into puberty. Right, eight years old, they're growing breast buds, and uh, so this is definitely stuff that's not normal. In fact, um, this is actually. An article. So a friend of mine, he actually has an Exodus Health Center in uh, Nashville, and he wrote up this article, and uh, he was talking about birth control. And I don't know, some of you guys may have seen this commercial where um, they say there's no medical reason to have your monthly periods. Who's seen that before, right? What do you guys think? Do you think that, um, yeah, so here's the thing, guys. So mankind, this is the understanding we have to have, that, that mankind in his infinite wisdom has been going about trying to learn the most, you know, the most cutting-edge science, and and how to really, uh, how to really work with nature and whatnot in order to ultimately manipulate nature, right? And so obviously, we know that uh, that you know that actually going through that and having you know menstruating can be, you know, obviously can be, uh, you know, can take some of your time, right? And, I, and obviously, I, I don't know for sure, right? You guys could tell me about that, but uh, but obviously, it's not. It's not a desirable, <laughs> okay, it's not a desirable condition necessarily, not, not a desirable thing to have. So what mankind's always done is, you know, try to find a way around that. So why do we have microwaves, right? Because we didn't want to, you know, spend time cooking something, right? So we're always trying to find ways of making things easier or more pleasing. And so there are doctors out there, medical doctors, who, I mean, they're, they're just full-blown convinced that unless we're trying to actually reproduce, that there's no reason why we should be having, uh, why we should be menstruating, right? That God didn't, that, you know, his design wasn't good enough, so we've got to come in there and, and mess with it. However, um, right, like he said in this article, this lady right here, this is, uh, let's see, doctor, okay, doctor, this is uh, health psychologist Paula Derry. She says that, um, or wait a second, I'm trying to find what it says. It says, taking birth control, Taking the birth control pill nonstop, which is what you would do, take the birth control pill every single day, right? That's how you would do that. Um, throws a monkey wrench in the workings of every organ and system in the body, not just reproduction. And so we know that anything that you put in the body that's artificial is always going to have ramifications and consequences in the body. So our body was designed to be able to function and to be able to be in harmony 
with all the things that God made, right, that God put on the planet. When man starts to tinker with things and mess with things, obviously it starts to alter its function and starts to alter everything in our body. So who knows somebody who's, who's on like a synthetic estrogen or progesterone or something like that, right? So most of us probably know somebody, you may not, they may have told you, but most of you guys know somebody or who's taking, for example, taking the birth control pill. So I would say probably, you know, um, anywhere from a third to a half of the women that come in here in this office on their intake forms, there it is, birth control pills. And so we know that they're taking something in from the artificial that's directly messing with their hormone systems. And what we know is that when you take a birth control pill, right, if you take that over the course of a year, over a year, okay, five times greater risk of getting breast cancer because it messes with your hormone systems. So what do you think if we're taking it every single day, right, so we no longer have menopause, what do you think that's now going to do to our hormones? It's going to mess them up even more, right? So obviously cancer rates are going to go up, right? All different types of issues are going to start to take place. And this is what's going on in our society, yet in, in the commercials, it looks great. In fact, they, they polled women. They said there was only a third of the women that they polled were actually a little bit concerned by that. Over a half of them said, some of them were kind of indecisive about it. Over a half of them said that, that sounds great, right? <laughs> like, oh yeah, take a pill, no longer uh, menstruate, awesome, right? Sounds like a good plan. So this is our society. We're getting, obviously, we're being deceived by man out there. And that's, and that's the problem because we don't understand how God created our body. So when we look at this, look at this quote right here, human extinction, that as a species, we're on a fast track to extinction, uh, says Ori Hoffmaker. So he wrote a book called The Anti-Estrogenic Diet. And so it's a, a chronic problem. That's what we're going to talk about is this estrogen dominance where we just have high, high levels of estrogen. We'll talk about why that is. He says, in the past few decades, men have lost 50% of their sperm count. And with only one generation, the average man's sperm count and testosterone dropped by over 20%, right? Unbelievable. The 74% of women today suffer from female disorders. I mean, it's just through the roof. In fact, who's heard the term like menopause, perimenopause, right? So we hear these terms. Guys, the, the fact that we have symptoms around those, those times, that's really not normal. In fact, I was, uh, I was reading a book yesterday. And he said this, and there's a direct quote. The guy says, this is John, Dr. John Lee, one of the leading experts when it comes to hormones. Okay? He said that 25 years ago, and this book was written about five years ago, so, so let's say 30 years ago altogether, okay? so back in uh, 1975, 1980, right in that range. Okay? He said that there was a study done. What they found was that 70% of women, right, and they were doing it on elderly women, Right, were able to produce enough estrogen up until they were eight, in their 80s, right? So it's not, we're not, yeah, we have some hormone uh, changes that take place, but really we shouldn't be on synthetic, you know, we shouldn't be on, you know, needing all of these artificial hormones to get into our system. And so this is a big thing. That three out of 10 women now between the ages of 35 and 60 will develop breast cancer, right? And that number is growing and growing and growing and growing. And so, of course, right, we wanna, we've got this whole battle, everybody wearing pink, in order to do what? Raise money for the cure, right? So that's the whole focus. We're not really focusing on saying, you know what? The number's growing. We need to control that somehow. Really, we're putting all our attention, all our money into finding some sort of a cure. So you can just go about your life. And, and this is kind of, this is man's great, uh, des I mean, this is, in a sense, man's uh, great hope is that you know, you could just go about your life, violate every single rule and command that God put on the planet, 
and then just have pills to save your life, right? And to keep you around, to keep you around longer and, and give you a higher quality of life. That, that man can out, outthink and outwit nature. Well, we know that's not the case, and it's not, it's not working for us. And so, you're right. The pills destroy your life, no doubt about it. It comes out, the greatest pill, I mean, these pills come out left and right, and we're saying, this is the next great one, right? This is the one that's going to save so many lives. This one, this one, this one. And then what happens is, years later, we find out about all kinds of problems with it. In fact, for example, a synthetic hormone, such as, uh, um, there's one called, I think, progestin, right? It's a synthetic uh, progesterone um, uh, drug that that people take, um, hormone replacement. So these things were touted back in the 80s as just groundbreaking, you know, science. This was going to change lives. It was going to be incredible. And what we know is that those drugs radically increase your risk of cancer again, right? And so we know that. And so what happens is this, is that there are natural, you know, bioidentical hormones that, uh, that they will take out of soy and wild yam and things like that, natural sources, and they'll produce natural sources of progesterone and estrogen, things like that. And those are beneficial, and they can definitely be helpful at certain times. They never get to the cause, remember, and that's what we're going to focus on today, but they can be beneficial. However, okay, that, of course, Big Pharma, you know, they've taken regular progesterone, right? They've taken out of the same sources, soy and wild yam, and then they synthetically alter it, right? So they alter it a little bit so they can put a patent on it. When they alter it, now our body no longer recognizes it. So if our body can't recognize it, is it good or bad in our body? bad, right? So then we get more problems occurring because of that. So all of those, those synthetic hormones, absolutely, that's a fast track to cancer, right? To all kinds of issues, radically uh, increases your rate of inflammation. And so Dr. Papa, who you guys uh, listened to in the beginning, he's talking about just this new, these new diseases of the new millennium is always what he's talking about. Whenever I see him, he's always doing big talks at different conferences and whatnot. He's always talking about diseases of the new millennium and how they're hormone-based, right? Inflammatory, they're inflammation-based and hormone-based. And so that's a, that's a huge issue. So male testosterone deficiency. So let's take a look at kind of some of the symptoms that go along with these. This is really, really common um, in our society. In fact, over 50% of males at some point in their life, they, they go through this male testosterone deficiency. So we see, a lot of times we'll see weight loss, enlarged breasts. So really just the, the whole structure of the man kind of starts to change. Lower stamina, lower sex drive, uh, fatigue. I mean, just all kinds of issues there. And so a big thing, male excess estrogen, a couple of the major symptoms, hair loss, headaches, prostate enlargement, right? With prostate cancer is on the rise, one of the fastest growing cancers. Why? Because again, the hormones are, are being disrupted. Breast enlargement, um, which you can see right here, okay? Breast enlargement. Weight gain, puffiness, bloating. So you guys can see that. This right here, that's, that's um, testosterone deficiency right there, where you get those man breasts, just like that. And so that's it right there. There's an example of it. By the way, let's look at what he's eating right there. Okay, What do you think he's eating there? Like a hot dog or a sub or something? Let's look at what's in a hot dog. So look at this right here. Carcasses from old or thin cattle and swine, cheeks, uh, jowls, Hearts, tongues, lips, eyelids, right? So all the good stuff right there. So, you know, so obviously he's eating that. He's got the man breasts. He's got this uh, large stomach, which we know is a leptin uh, resistance, right? So we talked about that last week a little bit. 
And we're going to kind of bridge on some of the stuff we talked about last week. Who is here last week? Some of you guys? Yep. So, you know, last week we talked about thyroid, and a lot of this stuff kind of bridges off of that. But obviously, you know, there we go. That's, that's an issue. So if you know anybody that looks like this right here, um, obviously you know that they're on a fast track to sickness, disease, and early death. So things need to take place. All right? First off, he needs to start by getting a smile on his face, right? Come on. Yep. That's it. All right. So let's look at this right here. So balance between estrogen and progesterone. Who's heard of these hormones before? So most of you guys have. Gib, you've never heard of these before? No? So S. So we're going to give them some characteristics. So estrogen, and really all, everybody secretes these hormones. These are not um, isolated to just females and males, that we all have testosterone, that we all have estrogen, that we all have progesterone, and they all have to be in the right ratios. And that's the biggest thing. Is about, it's all about the ratios there. So estrogen raises serotonin, elevates mood, improves memory, and increases sex drive. Progesterone is kind of what helps to relax, right? It helps to balance and calm you. And so a lot of times when people with these elevated estrogen levels, they can just go over, you know, just kind of overboard in a sense. Um, and a lot of times there's no balancing, no settling there. And ultimately it can lead to a lot of issues like depression and whatnot. So let's look at this estrogen dominance. There's a number of different issues, number of different symptoms that go, go on with this, such as infertility, gallbladder problems, and remember, it's all about the ratio between the estrogen and the progesterone. That's really the biggest thing we're looking at is that ratio, when that ratio is off, and most often the case is estrogen dominance, right? Why do you think that's most often the case? Anybody have any ideas? What did you say? From the foods? Absolutely. So she said from the foods, that's a, that's a common thing, right? Because we're eating a lot of foods that have a lot of xenoestrogens, right? So a lot of uh, estrogen mimickers, artificial estrogens that, that are in our system. And again, I talked all about that in the, the newsletter, so make sure you guys are, are reading those newsletters because that's a really key aspect to this. So estrogen efficiency, a number of issues. Um, biggest difference right here is that the hot flashes, when people have hot flashes, that's typically associated with an estrogen deficiency, right? And, and the thing about it is that when we're taking in high levels of artificial estrogens, a lot of times our body will signal that. It'll, it'll, it'll understand that as, I have too much estrogen in my system right now, so why would I need to, to make any more, right? Although the artificial estrogens we're taking in from the environment, they don't react and they don't act like the natural estrogen. So because of that, we end up with problems because really we have elevated estrogen levels in our system. However, our body cannot use the xenoestrogens, can't use those. So we're going to have symptoms like we don't have enough estrogen, even though we have probably too much because of all the artificial estrogens. So that's a big aspect. Oh, absolutely. So... No, it's, it's everybody, exactly. So everybody is affected by this. That's why we, sh we saw the picture. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But males produce it as well. So males have progesterone, males have estrogen as well. So those are key for males and for females. So yeah, this isn't just a, a single isolated topic. The good news about all of this, guys, is that our body is self-healing, right? That we were created to heal, and that's how God designed us. And so no matter what we're going through, no matter what our symptoms are, no matter what's going on, we know that God put the most incredible power in our body and that we're designed for 120 years, great health, that we're really not designed, that, that even 
I mean, here's, here's actually some statistics that, for example, for a woman, so uh, for, a, for an overweight woman, an overweight woman, because our fat cells will produce estrogen, same thing with a man, his fat cells will produce estrogen as well. So an overweight woman will actually produce um, more estrogen than even after menopause than a thin woman will, right? Because she's actually overweight, and that's what we're going to talk about how that works. And so because of that, she's actually going to produce more estrogen than a thin woman before menopause, right? So even after menopause, we're still producing estrogen. We're doing it in our fat cells more so than our ovaries and our uterus, but we should have natural balance all the way through the course of our life. And so, and, and the reality is that it's being done, that these cultures, and who here, who was here when, a while back when we did this workshop, How to Live to 120? So Deborah, you were there. Some of you guys may have been there. We did this workshop, Healthy Aging. It was incredible. And so we talked about these different cultures. So we've got, uh, for example, the Abkhazians that are in uh, Russia, Western Russia, Vilakambamas in, um, in Ecuador. We've got the Hunzans in India, the Okinawas that are, that are out in Japan. And these cultures, they're renowned for aging, that these people, they actually will live 110, 120 years old easy. In fact, they, they have reports of people living well over that. In fact, this gentleman right here, he's supposed to be 116 years old, right? And he's just kind of walking, no cane, right? No medication somehow, right? He's still alive. He looks like the happiest man alive, doesn't he? Smile on his face, no limitations. All of these guys right here, they're all over 100 years old, right? And look at them. They're smiling. They're happy. They're having a good time, right? That they're not actually saying that there's any issues going on in their body, right? So they're actually doing phenomenal. And so this is what we know. And for, for example, in our society, who knows who these people are? Yeah, so Jack Elaine and his wife, right? And so there's their juicer, of course. But obviously his wife, I mean, this, this lady is full of energy, right? She's in her 80s. She is full of energy. She's just, you know, rocket charged. She's never had any of these menopause-type symptoms, right? And, you know, she's doing amazing. Jacqueline, I mean, he's, this guy's 96 right now. Guy could probably do as many push-ups as I can. I mean, he's in incredible shape, right? He's doing amazing. And so, and, and she's about 10 years younger than he is. And so, I mean, they're doing, they're doing incredible. So we know even in our society, it can definitely be done, right? And so all of these things that we've heard that, you know, this is normal, that, uh, you know, having all these issues, that's just a normal part of aging. We know that that's not true, that there are issues that we've definitely got to address when it comes to the hormones, and so that's why, of course, in our office, right, we talk about the maximized living culture. And a great thing about this culture is we've seen people come off a lot of those hormones. We've seen people come off thyroid medications. I mean, you name a type of medication, we've seen people come off of those. The reason why is, number one, is that we know, and this is the, the, the mentality, because really, ultimately, it's always about the philosophy and the questions that you ask yourself. That's ultimately what it's about. Because for most women, like we said, most women... They believe in their mind, they see, they see menstruation as just uh, another kind of obstacle, another uh, inconvenience in their life, right? So a pill that would get rid of that is now looked at as, you know, a great thing. Just like cooking, right, or preparing food is an uh, inconvenience. So, you know what? What's the solution? Fast food, microwaves, right? quick, easy, processed foods that we, can, that we can just make really fast, right? Rather than really understanding the whole. So it's always about the philosophy that we live our lives with. And what we know is that in our, in our office, this is what we teach and what we live by, that God created our bodies with this incredible ability to heal, that he has natural laws 
and commands that he put on the planet like gravity, right? And so, you know, regardless of whether you believe in gravity or not, if you're on, on top of a tall building and you step off, what happens? Right? You go. doesn't matter. You could say the whole time, I don't believe in gravity. I don't believe in gravity, right? You step off, you're going down. It's the same thing. You could say, you know what? I don't believe that good nutrition counts. I don't believe that, uh, that you know, all the power, all the healing powers in the nerve system. I don't, you know, you could say all that you want. It doesn't matter. They're the same natural laws, natural principles, natural rules. It's the same thing with, with the Bible. You know, we know that those laws are, are, are concrete, that they're, they're fundamental, that they're, they're universal, and that they're, you know, they're always the same. It doesn't matter if you believe in them or not, right? They're still the laws. And so it's the same thing with our body. And so we know maximize living lifestyle. Uh, it's about this, eating well, moving well, breathing well, thinking well, and resting well. When we're doing those things, when we're lining up with God's plan, amazing, incredible things happen. That our body heals, that, that whether it's hormone issues, whether it's uh, thyroid problems, blood pressure, right? All these different issues. What ends up happening when somebody does that long enough, those medications, they end up where? In the bucket, right? Right up there in the bucket. Who, anybody here have a medication that's in the bucket right now? Okay, so, some of you, so Jamie does, right? So absolutely, Jamie got off medication. And if I had a, a bunch of other... So a lot of times, when the patients get off all these medications, they stop coming to workshops. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Right? They're like, oh, yeah, I'm healed. I'm done. Right? So, okay. So you know what? You know what I always say is, that, is, is this. So like somebody like Deborah, Deborah's been coming out to workshops for almost a year. Satish has been coming out. Jamal has been coming out. For, you know, there's... We, I look at it like this. You might know every single thing I'm going to say, but, uh, you know, the reality is that this Monday night is your encouragement, right? That this is your group support to continue right on that path. Who here ever struggles with um, eating the right foods during the week? Everybody raise your hand, including me, guys, including me. That's for sure. So there's definitely times. I, who here loves sugar? Some of you guys, I love sugar, right? I've got a sugar tooth, right? I want to eat sugar a lot. And uh, you know what? Fortunately, I know that I have great accountability, that I've got all these people that are counting on me, right? My future, right? My, uh, you know, when I have a family in the future, obviously God who's, uh, who's given me these laws and principles and, and obviously given me great responsibility with it. I know I have this incredible accountability. That's what helps keep me in line. But the reality is that one way of overcoming those struggles is being around a group support. Who, who knows what I'm talking about? Raise your hand. Yep. So just being around a group that's supportive of you really helps you do that. It's kind of like, you know, we go to church on Sundays, right? Not because, um, you know, we couldn't read our Bible on our own, right? But ultimately, so we can have that group support, that camaraderie, so we can learn more and we can grow in the spirit. It's the same thing with our bodies. And so these workshops are critical because every single workshop builds, builds off the other ones and keeps us engaged as a culture. And that's how we're going to continue to move forward. So who here is doing the weight loss challenge? Who's doing it? Raise your hand high. You're doing it. Awesome. So you're doing the weight loss challenge. Number one, let's give them a round of applause for doing it. Awesome. Great. And so if you're doing the weight loss challenge, uh, you might know that Monday through Wednesday of this week, if you haven't had your, your, your body fat done today, um, then tomorrow or Wednesday, we're actually going to get that body fat done. That's going to be your weighing out. And then next Monday, we're going to be awarding the prizes, the group prize, um, all the individual prizes. I'm going to have some really good uh, prize packages available. So hang in there. If, um, if you haven't gotten your body fat done yet, you got two days, so uh, so I'll, I'll give you guys some advice as we get get going here. Um, but definitely, just just stay right in there. We're gonna do another challenge. I haven't put a date on it yet, but we're gonna do our next challenge at some point in July. Um, and so just look forward to that. And so if you've done the, if you're doing this weight loss challenge, you can engage in that one, 
or um, you know, if you haven't done one, then now it's a great time to get in it. E- even if you don't want to lose weight, right? It's just a good thing to be in, right? And, and obviously, we always kind of want to cut our body fat. Um, unless you get down as low as, as me, then you, you really don't. But uh, <laughs> other than that, um, most people are looking to cut their body fat. If they're not, we put you in the fitness group where all you're doing is you're focusing on improving your fitness, your, the amount of push-ups you can do, the squats, things like that. So that's always a good thing. So when we look at our body, we know that we're made up of 75, about 75 trillion cells in our body, right? So unbelievable amount that every single, every day that we make, I mean, literally, we're making constantly regenerating new cells. That Joe right there, while you're sitting there, you have 70 billion cells in your heart, that every seven months you have a new heart, right? That give that every six months your, your liver is renewed, that our body is constantly healing. All of our organs, our, our uterus, our ovaries, everything is rebuilding and healing. So it's a phenomenal process. And we know the cause of disease comes down to this. It comes down to two major issues, toxicity or deficiency, and that's at the cellular level, right? So we heal at the cellular level. We also create disease at the cellular level. And you guys can look right here at this cell. We know that obviously nutrients are coming in, right? Wastes are coming out, but not very efficiently. You guys see that? So not efficiently, all the systems, the enzymatic systems within that cell are obviously breaking down. Whereas this cell right here, you can see that they're flowing in well and that they're leaving well. So just at the cellular level, which, which cell is going to build disease first? Yeah, the one on the left, right? Which one's, gonna, which one's building health and est- establishing health and just going to continue to build health? The one on the right. You guys see that? So we've got to make sure that our cells are functioning well, really. And so we know that health is not about necessarily how we feel or about symptoms, is it? Right? Although those, you know, we, those are warning signs and they give us some information, that's not what health is about. Because let's say, let's say that, um, that I were to go across the street and uh, eat a Big Mac at McDonald's. Right? Now, I haven't eaten at McDonald's, I can't even remember, maybe 20, you know, 15 years or so, not since I was a kid. And so if I went over there and I ate McDonald's, what do you think would happen? I probably would get sick, right? Exactly. I mean, that would be a good response. So I would get sick. I'd be throwing up. Okay, in fact, I could probably assure you that that would, that would be the case. I'd be throwing up. Okay, you'd walk by me. Brian, you'd walk by me and you'd ask me, hey, you okay? And I'd probably tell you, no, I'm as sick as a dog, right? But am I really sick? Or is my body doing exactly what it needs to do? It's doing what it needs to do, right? There's plenty of people that go out. They eat McDonald's almost every single day. And they're like, that's a great meal right? And they go out, they're not throwing up. They feel fine after that. But who's really, who's really the sick one? They yeah, they are because they're storing all those toxins in their system. In fact, their body is habituated to it towards not even toxic for them. So obviously they're the ones that are going to be building the sickness, the disease there. And so when we're looking at this with our hormones, here's the big cascade. So we get issues. We have symptoms in our body. Those symptoms are warning signs. Right? So symptoms are what? Warning signs. So we have warning signs, right? We go into the medical doctor, okay? And so we go into the doctor, we get, you know, all the evaluation, the testing done, and what do they give us? Some sort of a drug, right? Whether it's a hormone cream, right? A thyroid hormone, birth control pills, right? Something along those lines, okay? They're going to give us, first off, if it's, you know, a medical doctor, typically it's going to be something synthetic, right? And so that's going to mask a symptom but never get to the cause, right? So the reason why we have these, these problems is not because we're deficient in estrogen, 
and this is what we're going to talk about as we go on, but that there's some underlying cause to where we're not producing the amount of estrogen we need or the amount of progesterone that we need. So we're never addressing that, right? All we're doing is we're starting to, to take a synthetic supplement. Now, so let's say we don't do that, okay? Let's say instead we're like, you know what? I want to do this natural. So I go into a naturopath. They do all the testing, and they're like, yeah, so you're definitely having issues with your progesterone. I'm going to give you this cream. Take this cream, okay? So now you're taking you know, a, a, a bioidentical, so a natural progesterone cream, okay? And so now you start to see that your symptoms are improving, but did you ever get to the cause? Because it was the cause that you were deficient in this bioidentical uh, progesterone cream that was made out of wild yams. Were you deficient in that? Of course not, right? You're not deficient in that. However, your body is, is either toxic or deficient, and it's not producing the progesterone that, that it needs. Is everybody with me? You guys with me on that? Yeah. And so we've got to get to the cause rather than just using all these things that we can throw. Even supplement like DHEA, who's ever heard of that supplement? So it's a natural supplement, a good supplement. I've even recommended it at times. But the reality is it's not getting to the cause. And that's really what we've got to look at is get to the cause and figure that out. And that's really why most programs fail because ultimately they're focused symptom, right? They're symptom focused and they're not cause focused. And what we've got to be in this office is look beyond our symptoms and get to the cause and look at right at that area. And what ends up happening when we do this is we end up actually causing a cascade where we over overstimulate our adrenals, our, our endocrine system, and our liver, and we get toxic burden that develops with all of those things. And so we're looking at this. We're going to start with toxicity, but ultimately our major issues we got to deal with are toxicity or deficiency. And so we're looking at our toxic puzzle. This was actually developed by that doctor that um, you, saw, you guys saw in the beginning, Dr. Pampa. We know that um, that obviously metals, biotoxins, nerve stress, and inflammatory stress coming from our diet are the biggest players. And so when we're looking at metals, this is definitely a key player when it comes to hormones. So we know that mercury, obviously, is uh, very, very common and prevalent in our society. So who here, anybody here ever been vaccinated? All, probably most of us, right? Most, just about everybody in the room, right? Who here, who here has amalgam fillings? Anybody? Some of you guys have amalgam fillings. Who here eats fish regularly? Gib, raise that hand. Okay. So here's the thing, guys. Reality is, all of these things have high levels of mercury. Okay. All of them do. And so if we're constantly getting this stuff done, right, we're going to have problems. Right. So vaccines, obviously, right from day one, I mean, we're injecting vaccines into children. And if you really read what's on a vaccine, you would you would definitely think twice about it. Most people have no idea what's in a vaccine. Right. So um, so. I mean, so who here, who here has never, who here does not know what's in a vaccine? Anybody? Right? So, so Carol, so if I were to ask you what's in a vaccine, what would you tell me? No you have no idea, right? But the doctor's telling it is going to put that, inject that into you. Is it a good idea to ever put something in your body that you have no idea what's in it? So, so that's not a good idea with food, right? It's not a good idea with, really with anything. You want to know because who's responsible for your health? You are, and so you got to make sure your body is your temple, right? It's a temple of the spirit God put in there. You want to know everything that's in there. And if you really looked at what's in a vaccine, you would be appalled. I mean, they've got propylene glycol, which is uh, an antifreeze. They've got um, mercury, uh, aluminum. Uh, they've got, uh, uh, what else? Um, they've got acetone in there. Um, they've got uh, literally aborted fetal apparatus and a couple of those, those things. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff that you would never 
take you, if somebody offered you and they said, here's a boarded fetal apparatus, go ahead and uh, why don't you put this in your dinner, you would be like appalled, right? They said, this is chicken embryo, right, that we uh, kind of screwed around with. You would be appalled that they would uh, just, you know, give that to you. But nevertheless, we inject that into our system. Amalgam fillings, right? I mean, doctors are, are obviously dentists have been putting these in for years. What we know today is that, the, I mean, the FDA has even come out and said that these are toxic and uh, that there's something definitely, if you have, we want to make sure we do our best uh, to, uh, you know, get those things out. In fact, there's a doctor in West Cobb, Dr. Hamill, that I've referred several people to, and uh, they always come back just talking about how great he is. And this guy is certified, because this is key with amalgams. we got to make sure if we're taking them out that we're taking them out correctly. That's absolutely essential because of how toxic they are. So that's key with fish. What do we put in our fish to help, if we're going to eat fish, what do we put in it to help our body detox naturally? Cilantro. Some of you guys know cilantro, we put that in there because it's a natural. It naturally binds to heavy metals and helps chelate those out of our system. So when we eat the fish, which I wouldn't recommend more than once or twice a week, okay, but you can eat fish, you want to get something low on the food chain. So what's the best type of fish to get? Sardines, that's right, or, or wild Alaskan salmon, right? Wild Alaskan salmon's okay, anchovies, you know, things like that. You can get those kind of fish, but then put cilantro, whatever you're doing, whatever marinate, things like that, put the cilantro in there. And then, guys, one, one real quick uh, uh, note is that next week uh, we're actually going to have our healthy barbecue. Believe it or not, who here, who here is, is amazed that you can actually do barbecue healthy? <laughs> Everybody I've, I've told, they're like, you can do that, right? And so that's what we're going to be doing out here next Monday. It's going to be right out in the parking lot. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be, we're actually, the newsletter coming up this week is going to be talking about this. But we're going to have um, marinades that are loaded with antioxidants to help really buffer all the, the free radicals and the carcinogens that are created when we barbecue. We're going to get you guys ready for 4th of July, right? So that way you know how to do it and actually get the best bang for it. We're going to have, Charmaine's going to be making a, raw, it's like raw blueberry pie. I mean, there's all kinds of just amazing recipes um, that, uh, that you'll definitely want to enjoy. And we're going to do it outside, right? So we're actually going to, you know, set everything up outside. It's going to be fun. Um, and we're doing it also, we're raising, we're using, so we're doing it for $10. And obviously you're going to have, you know, a party and lots of good food to eat. And uh, so it's going to be a good time. We're also using it to raise some money for uh, North Star Church for their youth program. So all the proceeds are going to them scholarship a couple of their kids into um, their, uh, their summer program that they're doing. So um, anyways, we'll go on. So what about Teflon? So we're looking at some of these other toxins. Teflon, very, very toxic, horrible for your hormones. And so unfortunately, right, Teflon is, I mean, it's, it's literally ubiquitous, right? I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, so that's definitely something we want to reduce our, our usage of. And so how are we going to do that? Number one, is that we get something better at our house, right? So who, who here knows what's better than Teflon? Who here is? Stainless steel is a step in the right direction, right? And then ultimately, my, my highest recommendation is this right here, the Healthy Chef. And you can also get Salad Master cookware, Salad Master, okay? Healthy Chef is a lot less expensive than the Salad Master, though. Um, Salad Master usually runs a couple thousand. Um, Healthy Chef cookware that uh, I have a link to on my website, um, is actually really, really good, and it's a lot less expensive, and this stuff will definitely last you well. It won't leach out all the toxins, so you definitely got to remove the, the Teflon, and that's kind of makes it, what makes it troublesome also when we eat out, right? Because when we eat out, we don't know what they're using. What are they typically using? Teflon, right? 
The moment you heat Teflon, it creates these PFOAs, which are one of the most hazardous molecules you can put in your body, will radically alter your hormones. And so if you're already having, if you're already moving in that direction, you're having these symptoms, stay away from Teflon. It's one of the most dangerous things you can utilize. So, so we definitely want to do that. Yeah. Cast iron is better. It can leach out some iron, but it's definitely a, a lot better. You want to make sure it's not leaching, okay? But uh, it's definitely a lot better. So um, don't drink tap water. This is another big issue. That tap water is loaded with toxins. Very, very dangerous for our hormones. So we definitely want to filter. What's the best kind of filter? Yeah, so like a reverse osmosis filter, ideally something that will add back minerals or else at least you add back minerals. Because when, you, when, you, when they reverse osmosis filter the water, it will strip all the minerals out as well as all the other toxins. So we've got to make sure we're, we have something that adds back. That's why I really like the machine that we have. That's why I got that there, um, because it adds back the minerals and adds the antioxidants. So I would recommend that you know, if you have a business, put that in your business. If you have, that at, uh, if you have a house, obviously, get that done at your house. Um, it's, there's no down payment on that. It's, it's uh, very, very inexpensive. And you obviously get all the water that you use. They actually pump. They, it's, instead of just a filter, they actually get right into your water system. And um, so they'll actually drill right into your water system, install that, and then they change all the filters and everything. So it's, it's a really good way to go. Okay, so fluoride, we talked about this again last week. Fluoride, again, not only is it in the water, but it's in all kinds of foods, right? And so who, here was, who was here last week? Some of you guys were. So this is a little bit of review right here, but... Why is juice, why is soda, why are those things on that list? That's right. So who said, Teresa, did you say it? Oh, Deborah said that. So she was saying, because they use tap water, and tap water is littered with fluoride, dangerous fluoride, right? So, so we've been told that it's good for our teeth, right? But we know it's not, guys. And the reality is that, that all those studies were done by industry, right? And so um, the aluminum industry... Fluoride is one of the byproducts of, uh, of basically of their processing plant, and they were dumping it in the water systems for a while, for a real long time. And then they realized when we started really testing the water that, you know, this is a, obviously that was in there. And so they could have had a lawsuit against them, but they got some scientists together that, that made up, you know, basically developed some studies saying fluoride is great for us, that they were actually doing us a favor, right? Obviously, not a favor, okay? And so it's actually very, very dangerous. I could go, I could do a whole workshop just on the dangers of fluoride, but I'm not going to do that. But the reality is we definitely want to avoid our, our, um, our fluoride-free toothpaste, you know, I'm sorry, our fluoride-based toothpaste. We want to use a fluoride-free toothpaste. Who does that right now? Some of you guys? I would recommend that to everybody. Make sure you get off the fluoride, get a filtration machine in your house for the water, and get a fluoride-free toothpaste. In fact, if you're really on a budget, you can just use baking soda, really, I mean, for, for toothpaste, honestly. And then you just follow the healing diet as well as possible because the reality is this, that um, who's ever heard of Weston Price? Sort of him. He's a dentist. He traveled out to Africa um, years, I mean, this is back in like the 1940s, traveled out to Africa and he was studying these aborigines. And they basically survived on wild game. They basically survived on wild animals occasionally some vegetables, occasionally some berries and some nuts, but mostly wild game. And he was studying, because he was a dentist, so he was studying their jaw, he was studying their, their teeth, and they had perfect teeth. He, he never found a cow, I mean, he couldn't find anything with them. And so 
he started studying why is that, right? Why is everybody in my culture, that, why do they have cavities, all kinds of issues with their jaw, I and mean, why do they have all these problems, yet none of these Aborigines have that? And he started looking at their diet, the kind of way that they lived, and he realized, you know what, it's sugar. That's, in fact, uh, you know, he won a lot of awards for really pointing out that sugar was the primary cause for a lot of those issues. And so when he looked at the, the diets that they were eating, they were loaded with all kinds of essential nutrients, eating lots of wild game, um, you know, vegetables, things like that, berries, not much sugar at all. And so because of that, I mean, their, their teeth were phenomenal. Their bodies were amazing. And so we know that that's the case. So, I mean, honestly, I, would, I, don't, I mean, we have the, the, the convenience of having the ability to brush our teeth. But the reality is when we're living the, the kind of lifestyle that we should, right, a genetically congruent lifestyle, we don't even need to brush our teeth. And our teeth can naturally sustain. So um, the healing diet, follow the healing diet. You can use baking soda, right, to get in there. Um, put, you can even put a little bit, a tiny bit of vinegar with the baking soda, and it will obviously create the, kind of that fizz reaction. You can get right in there and brush your teeth. And actually, works good. Arm and hammer, is my baking powder Arm and hammer baking soda. Yeah, so you can just use something like that. Exactly. You're absolutely right. Yep. Yeah, so you want to make sure that you don't, you, you want to get the aluminum free, right? So I would recommend that you get something from like um, a Whole Foods or a health food store, right? So you know for sure. Definitely. Xenoestrogens. Who's heard this term before? Anybody? So only a couple of you guys have heard this term. This is in the newsletter. You guys know that? I talked about Xeno, defined it. <laughs> People aren't reading the newsletter, I guess. Xenoestrogens. So this is a, a common term that we have to understand because this is the primary cause, guys, for hormone deficiency and hormone problems in our societies right here is xenoestrogens. Artificially, so these are artificial substances that mimic estrogen in our body. And we get them from all over the place, all kinds of stuff. And so it says these chemicals bind permanently, permanently to receptor sites, accumulate in fat tissues, and disrupt nearly every biological process. And so there's substantial evidence that and it says the world is literally waiting in estrogen-mimicking uh, or estrogen-imitating xenoestrogen chemicals that we have so many of them in our society that they're so prevalent. I mean, they're all over the place. And so this is obviously a huge problem. So let's look at these questions. Could xenoestrogens cause early puberty in children and fibroblastic breast disease in adults? What do you think, guys? Absolutely. Could xenoestrogens cause early puberty and cervical dysplasia? in adults. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Could xenoestrogens cause early puberty and endometriosis, right? So you name, practically you name a disorder, a hormone-based disorder, then we know that xenoestrogens are involved. I know it's probably tough for you guys to see. It says 15% of 17,000 girls aged eight are sprouting breast buds and pubic hair due to xenoestrogens. Do xenoestrogens cause PMS? Yes. Do they cause migraine headaches? They can, they can, absolutely. In fact, one of the big things, well, we've had women come in here um, that are having migraine headaches and issues like that. First thing I look on their chart is if they are taking birth control pills, right? And it, it, I mean, it's, it's like 50% of the time they're taking birth control pills, right? And we get them off the birth control, start doing some things to get their body healing the way that it should, and uh, you know, no more migraines. You know, it's just like that. So it's pretty amazing. So. Xenoestrogens definitely got to have those out of our system. And uh, guys, what we're going to do real quick is uh, I know you guys have been sitting here for about 45 minutes or so, so I want everybody to stand up. We're going to make this a little bit more fun, not just uh, being a talk, uh, talking head here. 
Everybody stand up. We're going to get the energy up in here. One of the most important things for learning, guys, is that we have lots of blood supply and oxygen in our brain. So that's what we're going to do right here. We're going to do a burst. Who here was at the brain workshop? Some of you guys were. We're going to do a cross-crawl burst to really enhance our brain function. So as I'm running, I'm going to bring, as I'm kind of running in place, I'm going to bring my right hand to my left knee, my left hand to my right knee. Um, if you have an issue that won't allow you to kind of get your legs moving, um, then just do kind of a, a crossover with your hands. Maybe bring your arms up like this, okay? Everybody else, we're going to do this for 30 seconds, and then we're going to switch over and we're going to do this, okay? So make sure you have plenty of room. Here we go. Ready? And go. Okay, let's speed it up, guys. Speed it up. There we go. Good, good. Come on, guys. Speed it up. Let's get the energy up in here. Woo! Woo! There we go. A little better. All right. Good. Okay, guys. Now let's reach up. Okay? So everybody go. And you're going to run in place. Come on. Run in place. Jamal, come on. Okay. There we go. Good. Come on, guys. Get the energy up. Woo! There we go. Good. Ten more seconds. Guys are doing great. Five, three, two, one, and stop. Woo! Give somebody a high five. All right. Great. Good job, guys. Good job. All right. Great. So now, how do you feel? Feel good, right? Oxygen circulating, body is, is healing. By the way, you're burning fat more effectively right there too. So that's a key aspect of that. So sugar substitutes. This is another big issue that we have, obviously, in our society. We're constantly using these things, Splenda, Aspartame. Very dangerous for our body, obviously very dangerous for our hormones. What's our natural sweetener we want to use? Stevia. Stevia, that's right. That's what we want to use. So another thing, fats that kill. So bad fats, guys play an absolutely huge role in hormones because, again, our fat cells themselves will actually secrete estrogen, not to mention this, this controls a lot to do with brain function. And so when we have high levels of omega-6, that causes inflammation in our body. What does it cause? Inflammation. That's right. So here are our omega-6 fats right here. Soybean, safflower, corn oil, cottonseed, peanuts, uh, sunflower. Uh, safflower, canola oil. I mean, all these oils that are literally, I mean, everywhere in our society, they're all over the place. We've got to reduce these things out of our system. And so common, common way of getting that, obviously, is any kind of processed food, even salad dressings, okay? So even if you go to Whole Foods and you get their salad dressing, you turn over the label, what's in it? Yeah, canola oil, soybean oil, right? Safflower, one of these types of oils we want to make sure that we're avoiding that. So what's our, what's our choice for salad dressing? Olive oil, right? Extra virgin olive oil. You can squeeze lemon in there, right? Or you can put apple cider vinegar, something like that. Put on good herbs. That's what we want to use. And then how about, how about um, what, what, what's the best oil to cook in? Coconut oil. That's what we want to use, right? Absolutely. So gluten sensitivity. So this is another major problem. We talked about it with thyroid. Same thing with hormones. In fact, if um, you have high levels of estrogen, that will dramatically affect. So if you have estrogen dominance, that affects your thyroid and vice versa. So those two things go hand in hand. It's one of the reasons why I did the workshops uh, together. We know that gluten, very similar 
structure as thyroid hormone. And so what happens is this, that our body, if it'll create an autoimmune response, which according to uh, um, Dr. Kenneth Fine, um, he ha- this is actually wrong, 60%. He actually, new research says up to 81%, 81% of our society has some sort of a gluten insensitivity. And so what happens is our body will actually target that protein and will go after it. And, and the thyroid hormone is very similar in structure. So it actually can start to tear down the thyroid as well. Very, very common uh, issue and a coexisting issue that goes along with thyroid problems. So we definitely want to avoid that. So instead of eating all of our, you know, our breads, right, and all that kind of stuff, what are the best grains? If we're going to eat grains, what what are the best grains? Millet, what else? Rice, what type of rice? Brown rice, that's right. What else? Quinoa, right? Those are going to be our best grains or some sort of a, a sprouted grain would be beneficial as well. Here is a phenomenal website. Who here, who's ever been to this website before? Some of you guys have been to this website. Teresa, you've been to this. Phenomenal website for gluten-free, casein-free, lactose-free um, way of life, which is basically, this is how I live. I mean, I really don't use any dairy, gluten-free. And so this is my sister-in-law right here. And uh, you can see that she's got all your favorites, the muffins, the cakes, all that kind of stuff, yet it's all gluten-free. And so if you're not on the healing diet, you can definitely utilize this stuff and, um, and, and still get uh, great results with it. So plastics, this is another very, very important key because obviously plastics, they have BPA, phthalates in there, estrogen mimickers. So these are very, very dangerous. So we gotta minimize our plastic load. So what's a great way of minimizing our plastic load? Glass, use glass, glass bottles, right? So glass, when you're cooking something, you don't wanna use, um, you know, when you're storing food, I don't recommend, what do they call those things, uh, Ziploc, right, and all that kind of stuff, right, all, all that, you know, that kind of uh, storage type stuff. What's the best storage stuff? Glass, right? So you can get glass stuff, you can get it anywhere, right, and, um, and you can store your food right in there, and it's phenomenal. And so same thing when, um, when, you know, with our water bottle, right? So we definitely don't want to be drinking out of, out of plastic. I avoid that at all. I mean, I avoid that at any chance I can. We want to use glass, right? I even bring my glass bottle um, to the airport with me. I brought it to the airport before, right? I just shrink it all before I go into security, and I bring my glass bottle so that way, wherever I'm going, I can find somewhere where I can fill up my glass bottle. I'd rather do that than um, than either pay ten bucks for water. I mean, I, I even chose, you know, it's not the ideal situation, but um, you know, I was at the airport and I was waiting for a while, so. I chose, in my opinion, to actually drink the, the water fountain water in my glass bottle than, um, than to actually buy bottled water, right? So it was like 10 bucks for the bottled water or whatever it is for like this, this amount. Not to mention you get the plastic and there's no guarantee on bottled water that it's even quality water. I mean, it could have just, it'd just be tap water, right? I mean, you have no idea. And so not to, but you do know that it's got phthalates and typically BPA in there, which are, are, are known problems. So... Um, that's what I chose. So definitely br- get your glass bottles. And guys, bring those in. When you come into the office, bring those glass bottles. Make sure you fill your water up. You know, we've got the alkalizer back here. We've got um, the Avalon system over here. Make sure you fill those up. This way, we'll use less of these paper cups because the reality is this. We want you guys drinking as much as much water as possible when you're in here because we know, obviously, water is key, and uh, especially the water that we have in here. But if all we do is use these, is that good for the environment or bad? Bad, bad. yeah. So 
bring your water bottles in. Not only are you gonna, is that going to be better for the environment, but at the same time, you can walk out of here with a full bottle of good, clean water, top-of-the-line water. So that's definitely something we want to use. So personal care products, and all, all the women get upset at me with this, but the reality is these things are loaded with estrogen mimickers, right? So shampoos, lotions, makeup, hair dyes, perfumes, soaps. This stuff is just loaded, extremely toxic stuff, and so we've got to switch over to natural sources. And who here was at our, our, our non-toxic solutions workshop? Margaret in the back, Deborah was at that, right? Some of you guys were there. We were actually showing all kinds of alternatives that you can use instead. So I mean, you can do a lot of different things. Um, if you're a woman, it's probably better to talk to Charmaine. I don't know any, about any of this stuff, but uh, she'll help you out with that, okay? But here's what I do, guys. I mean, I, I use a, a natural Dr. Bronner's for my shampoo, and then I just put coconut oil all over. I put it on my hair. It's phenomenal all over my skin. I mean, it's awesome. And then I use, um, so my deodorant is coconut oil. And then I, I have a little clove essential oil that I put on. Clove is your most antioxidant-rich herb. And so I use the essential oil, which is like the blood of, of the herb. And it actually smells pretty good. And I put that on my, on my skin. So not only is it seeping in, giving me antioxidants, but it also has kind of a, kind of a nice little smell to it, too. So um, it's really good. So that's what I'll use. Uh, but that's definitely what we want to do. By the way, I used to have dandruff for years. I had just very, very dry skin, um, almost no matter what I, I could do. I mean, it's just always had that. I started putting coconut oil after I shower in my hair and completely gone. I mean, my, it, my scalp just feels amazing. It's lubricated. It's awesome. So if you know anybody with dry skin, things like that, definitely coconut oil will help. Unfermented soy, so we know that soy is extremely toxic. We want to definitely avoid soy. Uh, as much as possible. The only soy I would, I would recommend that you could eat would be fermented soy. So what's an example of that? Tempeh, right, or miso, something like that. All this other stuff, the soy proteins, the soy milks, all that stuff, toxic, we want to avoid it. So here are estrogenic foods. So estrogen, obviously, and then genic is, is kind of uh, what produces it. So these are our major foods that will produce more estrogen in our system. And our, guys, in our society, we have too much estrogen as it is, right? We have too much. So these are things that we want to avoid. Conventionally processed meat, because in conventionally processed meat, what do they give to the animals? Growth hormone, testosterone, estrogen. I mean, they're pumping this in there so that they grow bigger and fatter, right? Absolutely. So that is going to definitely mess with our, our issues. Um, Soy-containing foods, so any kind of soy-containing foods, we definitely want to avoid this. And this is not something, I mean, this is, if you were to take, you know, if you were to line up all the doctors in this community, right, and you were to ask them, is soy good or bad, what do you think 90% would say? It's good, right? They'd say, yeah, eat that, eat soy, right? So, you know, this is not something that's commonly talked about with the soy. Processed foods, sugars, um, tap waters, this is all stuff that, you know, we definitely want to avoid. Dairy products, again, because of the hormones that they're adding in, additives and preservatives, so all this kind of stuff, wheat, so anything with gluten, obviously all that stuff is your estrogenic foods. And this is what makes up most of our diets, right? Most, most Americans' diets is all this stuff. And so obviously you can see why we're having such an issue. So let's look at this. So Dr. Pompa in the beginning, he talked about leptin. And leptin is this amazing hormone. Part of what we're going to be doing as we're obviously stabilizing our hormones, a big aspect of that is, is ultimately losing weight effectively. 
and the most key uh, hormones when it comes to weight loss are leptin, and what's the other one? Insulin. Insulin, that's right. It's insulin. So leptin is really key. In fact, our fat cells naturally, when we eat food, our, our fat cells will naturally produce leptin, right? And it will go up and it will start to, to impact our brain and our hypothalamus, right? So it'll start to actually uh, impact that, that area. And that's our, our hunger center. And so naturally it should turn that off, right? So it should say, you know what? I'm satisfied, right? I'm not hungry anymore. And we should be good to go. But what happens is this, if we are insulin uh, resistant at all, we keep taking in carbs, things like that, eating a lot of these types of uh, processed foods, we start to lose that signal. Also toxicity, gluten insensitivities, soy, all these kinds of things, artificial uh, flavorings, um, MSG, all this stuff will actually damage the leptin receptors in our hypothalamus. Now, all of a sudden, we can't hear that signal anymore that we're, we're hungry, or I'm sorry, that we're satisfied and that we're ready to burn fat. So we no longer hear that. So now we just continue to eat and we can't turn on the fat burning signal. So that's the problem there. So this is um, the end result when you have uh, very, very high circulating leptin uh, because you're very resistant. You get that big belly, right? That big apple belly right there. And so definitely an issue. Insulin levels, you know, we have high insulin. These are a couple of the major things. Stimulates fat storage, causes inflammation in our body, stimulates cortisol. Cortisol is, what do we know cortisol for? It's our stress hormone, right? And it actually increases the aging process. So it accelerates the aging process when it's elevated for a long period of time. Cortisol is, is you, you definitely want it elevated at certain times, okay? One of those times is first thing when you wake up in the morning. Who here when they wake, when they wake up in the morning is groggy? This is continual, okay? If that's the case, that means that your cortisol is off, okay? Because your body should secrete that early morning hours so that way, boom, you jump out of bed, right? So like I wake up, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, sometimes I want to lay there for a bit. I mean, that's, you know, it's natural. But the reality is I, I feel kind of an energy rush. Like I feel good. I'm just like, all right, ready to go. Cortisol is elevated. You also want cortisol to be elevated when you're under high levels of stress. But you don't want that to be prolonged over, over time. And that becomes the problem. So we look at this. I know, guys, I'm throwing a lot of information at you. So that's why uh, some of these people like uh, Deb, Deborah's comes out all the time. She, she could probably pick up. You're kind of following with me on a lot of this stuff, right? So she's been coming out for a while. Jamal probably is too, right? And so if, you, if you're new, you just got to keep coming because what you'll do is you'll, you'll get review, review, review. You'll really start to understand this stuff and you can actually teach it to other people. So when we look at this, this is called pregnenolone steel. And again, we're trying to get to the cause of these issues. And so you guys can see progesterone right here in the middle. Most women, their, their issues when it comes to hormones is that they have too little progesterone and high dominant estrogen. So you look at this right here, that pregnenolone, right? Cholesterol you need in order to, to create pregnenolone, okay? And then pregnenolone will, will help create progesterone. But what happens is this, when we're under high circulating stress, pregnenolone, instead of making progesterone, it will actually just make cortisol, okay? It will go right into the cortisol. So now you're making high amounts of cortisol, your progesterone starts to go down because obviously you don't have the precursors in order to make enough of it. And this is what happens. So there's different tests that can be done um, in order to actually check for that, but that's very, very common. Same thing with testosterone because you can obviously see you need progesterone in order to create testosterone as well. 
So you have issues with that too. So when your body's under high stress, whether it's from a food allergy, whether it's, and these are the major issues, food allergy, um, it could be uh, heavy metal toxicity, could be mold toxicity. You might have household molds in your house. So it could be a mold toxicity. Um, could be um, bad diet, right? So just inflammatory diet. Could be nerve stress, subluxation, right? So any of those things can cause, or emotional stress, of course, which we all know. All of those things can cause high circulating cortisol, which then can throw off your hormones just in this manner. Does that make sense, guys? So when we have those, those different issues, high stress in our system, mental, physical, or emotional stress, that is gonna throw us off. We're gonna produce high amounts of cortisol. We're gonna increase our aging process. We're not gonna be able to burn fat effectively, and we're gonna throw off our hormone levels. So that becomes a big problem. So nutritionally, that's why anybody with any of these kind of issues, so Carrie, we were talking a little bit just you know, a couple minutes ago about some of your issues. Um, anybody with any kind of hormone-based issues, I definitely recommend jumping right on the healing diet. Who's ever been on the healing diet in here? Some of you guys have. Jamal, you're still on it, right? And so healing diet is phenomenal for weight loss. I mean, we, we have a guy, Paul, right over there. This guy's been uh, doing it for about a little over a year now. Guy's lost over 100 pounds. So he went, he went from, I, I can't remember what his body fat was, 35, 40%. He's under 10% body fat right now, believe it or not. And the guy is like getting ripped, right? So um, we also have another guy, Mike. He's not here tonight. I thought his wife would be here, but she's not. Uh, but Mike, he's lost. We haven't weighed him yet for this program. But I mean, in literally like two or three months, guy's lost like 35, 40 pounds. Looks like a totally new person, right? So um, following this, this is part of the program, the healing diet. And so very, very powerful, and there's a reason for that. And so I'm not really going to go into too much detail. We've got a lot of stuff to, to hit still. Um, but you can get this right on my website. Go right to uh, the website. Go right to nutrition, um, and it's right under the nutrition tips, the healing diet. Phenomenal. Anybody that's under inflammation, Dr. Pompa talked about it in the beginning, blood pressure elevated, hormone issues, can't burn fat, definitely the healing diet. Okay, so the healing diet, and this is really where we do want to focus is we want to focus on good fats, right? So remember, fats are absolutely key to our hormones. So we got to make sure we got the right types of fats. Guys, throw out, just tell me what your favorite fats are. What do you like? Coconut oil, right? Avocados. These are the fats we want, right? That's right. Avocados, hemp, flax, olive oil, fish oil, nuts and seeds. So these are the kind of fats that we want. Right? So I think somebody in the back was saying butter, right? And so, uh, donuts, right? So, unfortunately, not the case. Guys, this is our anti-estrogenic diet. So whether you're male, whether you're a female, this is what we want to do because we have all these xenoestrogens. So we really want to lower that. This is what we do. Number one, we load up on the good fats. That should be the priority point of our, of our meal. So when I'm, when I'm making a meal... I'm thinking, what kind of fat am I going to use, right? Is this going to be a coconut-based meal? Is this going to be an avocado-based meal? Is this going to be an egg, right, high-quality you know, egg or a uh, you know, grass-fed, you know, free-range meat-based meal? That's what I'm always thinking in my head. Or am I just going to you know, use some nuts? Or what, what am I going to use? Some sort of good fat. Cruciferous vegetables. So one of the powerful sources, we're going to talk about that, CLA, conjugated linoleic acid. Who's ever heard of that? That's what you find in, um, again, some sort of a, uh, a grass-fed meat product, free-range, something like that. Avocados, nuts, and eggs, berries, and citrus fruits, 
we got to make sure we're getting enough vitamin D. Where do we get that from? Sunlight. The sun, right? Absolutely. Zinc and selenium. These are two minerals that are extremely, that a lot of people are extremely deficient in. So very important that we're using that and that we're detoxing regularly, in fact, on a daily basis. So coconut oil miracle. So this is one area we want to start with. That coconut oil is absolutely one of the most phenomenal superfoods that you could put in your system or on your body, right? I mean, it's absolutely incredible. So we definitely want to start with that. So who here uses coconut on a regular basis? Coconut milk, coconut flakes, right? Yeah, this stuff is awesome. If you're not using it, we're going to turn you on to it. And so some, some amazing stuff for a number of reasons. See, every single workshop, guys, I always bring this up, don't I? Coconut oil, because it's absolutely phenomenal for you. So we definitely want to use that. How about maca root powder? Who's ever heard of this before? Some of you guys have. This maca root actually helps to balance your pituitary gland. Pituitary gland really secretes a lot of, a lot of different uh, um, factors that helps, uh, uh, helps stimulate your adrenals, help your body uh, secrete growth hormone, things like that. Really helps balance you in your pituitary gland, which is really your master. Pituitary gland is kind of the, the master gland of the endocrine system, of your, of your hormonal system is your pituitary gland. So maca root actually impacts you right there. So this is definitely something that's good for you. I would definitely recommend it if you have a lot of uh, hormone-based issues. I would definitely recommend this. Okay. Yeah, see, so I'm going to show you guys in just a minute. Okay, but there's a number of different things. Black cohosh is another thing that you can use. You can get this as a supplement. Black cohosh helps decrease hot flashes, increases blood flow, relieves spasms. So um, it's another good supplement that a lot of people will use. Selenium. So this is definitely something... Um, that, that a lot of people, again, are deficient in. Our best sources, one of our best, is obviously Brazil nuts, right? And so that's something we're going we're gonna to use here in a minute, okay? And so definitely something that we want to load up on. That's our best source of selenium. Zinc, right? So zinc, another mineral that most people are, many people in our society walking around, especially if you have a background where you're eating a lot of processed foods, we deplete, our body depletes itself of zinc because of all the phytic acids, Right? So there, there are these acids that are, that are in a lot of nuts, grains, things like that, and processed foods, they'll actually deplete us of zinc. So most people in society are walking around, they have zinc deficiencies. So some of our best sources, pink, good salt, pumpkin seeds, good healthy free-range meats, so definitely great, great things. Um, we also, another great thing, and this is really focusing on, on antioxidants, our, our number one source, glutathione, our, our body's master super antioxidant, naturally helps us detox at the cellular level, is right here. Fit365 protein powder, like the, that's the protein powder we saw right over there. Phenomenal for helping your body heal at the cellular level. So this is amazing. This is definitely the best protein uh, that I recommend right now. Um, we're going to be working with a different type pretty soon. Um, but for right now, this is definitely uh, you know, top-of-the-line stuff. Um, other sources of glutathione... Um, asparagus, avocado, broccoli, spinach. It's all the good stuff we all love, right? So all of our, our cruciferous vegetables, turmeric. Um, who uses turmeric on a regular basis? By the way, guys, on uh, YouTube, I just did this yesterday. I made a superfood spinach shake. Anybody, Margaret, you saw that? I put it on Facebook. It's awesome. Anybody try that shake yet? So it's awesome. Superfood spinach shake, very alkalizing. Loads and loads of nutrients, glutathione, all kinds of good stuff. So definitely, this is, uh, these are definitely the types of foods that we want to regularly uh, load up on. 
And so CLA, conjugated linoleic acid, we talked about this, one of the most important fatty acids for our hormones. Our best sources of this are going to be grass-fed meat products, particularly that, fortunately, the, the FIT365 has it in it. Um, also, grass-fed meat sources like bison, beef, lamb, um, your free-range, excuse me, free-range chicken, turkey, uh, things like that, loaded with CLA. So we definitely, our best source is going to be our, our animal-based source for the CLA. So that's definitely going to be the best source. Estrogen detoxifiers. So these are some amazing foods, our cruciferous vegetables loaded in, in sulforane, indole-3-carbonyl. Um, in fact, uh, when we were doing our cancer workshops, I wrote up a newsletter um, about these, these two components, indole-3-carbonyl and sulforane, and how they are incredibly amazing at, uh, at lowering, our, for example, our, our risk of breast cancer. They actually are powerful cancer fighters. They also help our body naturally detox and, uh, and reduce estrogen levels. So very, very powerful foods we want to have in our diet on a regular basis. So if we're going to eat these raw, you can go ahead and grab the blueberries and everything. If we're going to eat these raw, what I would recommend is, well, actually, if we, if we do, do do them raw, either to juice them, okay, kind of break down some of their, uh, their hard, fibrous outer layers, or I would recommend that you marinate them in like some sort of a vinegar, like an apple cider vinegar or something like that. Steaming them is a great way to go, though. So our cruciferous vegetables, they have goitrogens that block thyroid hormones. So if you have a thyroid issue, I definitely would recommend um, steaming them. In fact, you can steam them and put nuts like Brazil nuts or almonds or something like that in there with it. It's awesome. It's phenomenal. So really good way to go. Um, GLA, don't worry about all this writing. GLA, um, just some phenomenal stuff. Uh, phenomenal for, in fact, hormone issues is probably... This, along with CLA, are probably the best fats to use. Best sources of GLA, evening primrose oil, um, borage oil, hemp oil. Who's heard of those? There's a lot of supplements out there. Good thing is, when we look at our Fit365, we have got, um, let's see, did I put it in there? Borage oil, right? So we got borage oil right in there. And so definitely good stuff. I'm going to make a shake for you guys here in a minute. And um, this is actually going to have some of this stuff in it. And so probiotics, another powerful thing that's going to help our body reduce the estrogen load. So using good, healthy bacteria. Who here uses probiotics? So a lot of you guys do. Guys, this is one of the most powerful supplements for your body is just having good bacteria. In fact, out of all the things that we have right over there, of all the supplements that you can buy, I tell every single individual the most important supplement in my book from what I've read, what I've studied, what I've what I've uh, seen clinically in my, my experience would be probiotics. If there was one that you could take, I would recommend probiotics. Good bacteria for your gut, helps your body detox, helps you digest food more effectively, metabolize things, your immune system, all of that. So definitely would recommend that. And then if we were going to go with the number two, um, I would recommend a fish oil, high-quality fish oil. So you get a lot of the good EPA and DHA, those good fatty acids. Of course, we got the uh, Nordic Naturals. I recommend that. My opinion, the best supplement, the best uh, fish oil supplement. All right, so here we go, guys. Kind of sped through some of that stuff. Um, you guys can see this is a big topic. There's a lot to go through, right? But you guys are here, so you're getting that information. Now we're going to make the shake. So we're going to show you guys how we can make a powerful anti-estrogenic food and make it taste great and get all the nutrient components, you know, of all these different things. So somebody, 
If you don't mind just hitting the light real quick. Yeah, so she got it. She got it already. Jamal, you have all that stuff? Can you grab the hemp oil out of there and um, grab the coconut keeper as well? All right. So here we go, guys. Who's, who has been at the last two workshops? The brain workshop, right? And then um, the thyroid workshop. So most of you guys, so if you were at one of those workshops, you saw a version of a shake, right? But we've got a different type of shake today. So a very specific shake for hormones. Who here likes these shakes, by the way? Who drinks them regularly? All right, good. And so... Here we go. Why do we put blueberries in? What is it? Antioxidants. That's right. Oh, throwing them around a little bit. Okay. So I don't have my assistant here with me this time. You guys saw Kevin here. He was helping me out with the shake, so bear with me. All right. So we're going to use a bunch of blueberries. Good. You got this. Got that. There should be a coconut keeper in there at the bottom. Yeah, it is. It's in the bottom. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is load it up. Lots and lots of good blueberries here. Get lots of antioxidants. Blueberries are very rich in something called anthocyanins. And so anthocyanins, another thing that's rich in anthocyanins is uh, green tea, right? We hear about that, green tea with it. I like blueberries. They're one of the most antioxidant-rich berries that you can get. The only berries that, are, that have more antioxidants are goji berries. You guys, anybody heard of those? Right, so goji berries and the acai, the acai berry. Okay, and so, but blueberries are, are much more affordable than those berries, so we're going to use that. Frozen berries makes it a little bit more cool. Who likes to use frozen berries in their shake? I like it better than the fresh. So what do we have right here, guys? We got coconut milk, and what I want you to do is go ahead and pop one, pop that open right there too. Can openers right there. So we're going to use the thin and the thick, okay? So um, if you go into Whole Foods, that's where you get this right here at Whole Foods. You go over to the dairy section. You say hi to Brian, who's sitting right over here in the front. Brian stocks that area. So he's going to make sure that there's always ample supply of this for us, right? Right, Brian? <laughs> that's right. Okay, good. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to put a bunch of that in there. And actually, now that I think about it, I'm going to give you a strategy for how to make this. And I, I kind of started off the wrong way. Probably the best thing to do is to put in things that, that you know, don't, are having, you're having trouble grinding. Put that in first. Okay, I got a little carried away. I get excited when I'm making a shake, so. All right. So we got our pumpkin seeds. Why do we put pumpkin seeds in there? Zinc. That's right. Zinc. So great source of zinc. So we got some pumpkin seeds. Guys, last week we used almond butter, which was good. Today, I've, got, I've actually got soaked almonds. Who's ever had a soaked almond before? So I soaked them uh, basically for about 8 to 10 hours. Okay, I actually put them in uh, right, right there on my lunch break, and I drained them out. And you guys will get a chance. I have enough to where you can try one at the end, too. I'm just going to put a couple of these in here. But soaked almonds actually taste phenomenal. They're soaked. They're dried. Just water, and I put a little bit of vinegar. It's just a little bit of vinegar in there. That actually takes out the phytic acids. So the enzyme inhibitors actually pulls those out of there. So that way we can absorb more of the zinc, right? Because all nuts have that. And then actually, um, it tastes a lot better. Who, who here has ever had these before? Right? So, Deborah, what do, you, what do you think of soaked almonds? 
Yeah, I like them better than regular almonds. So it's actually really, really good. So Jamal, have you ever done that? Yep, so Jamal's done that before as well. We also have Brazil nuts, okay? So you can also soak the Brazil nuts as well. So we're going to put a couple of those in there. Why do we put Brazil nuts in there? Selenium, that's right. So great stuff there. We're going to put in some herbs. So we've got our cinnamon. Why do we like cinnamon? All right, so let's see. Who knows anything about cinnamon? Raise your hand. All right. Lowers the blood sugar. Thank you, Carol. Absolutely great at helping your body become more sensitive to insulin. What else? When we're looking at the antioxidant list, does anybody know where cinnamon is? Number two on that list. Number two, next to clove. So loaded with, with antioxidants. What do we have right here, guys? Turmeric. Why do we put turmeric in there? Powerful anti-inflammatory right here. This is awesome stuff. Who here puts this in their shake? So a lot of you guys do. This is awesome. So, Margaret, you saw that uh, video of the superfood spinach shake, right? So even though it was a green shake, what did we put in there? We put turmeric in there. Absolutely. We did put cinnamon in there too, right? Because we wanted to make sure we had our good um, herbs in there. All right. So we want to make sure we get enough of the cruciferous vegetables. So instead of just loading in cauliflower and, and broccoli and stuff, I figured I'd just go ahead and put a scoop of this greens powder. Is that okay, or you guys want me to put spinach in there? <laughs> so we'll just go ahead, we'll put this in here, okay? A little bit of greens powder. And we have got our maca. This is one thing that you can do with your maca root. You can put it in your shakes, okay? So we've got a little bit of this, and we're going to put that into our, our shake. Okay, you guys will get a chance to look at this later. All right. So we are loading this thing up. Okay, we're going to put, well, we've got actually a lot of good coconut fats because we're going to put this right here. Who likes the thick coconut milk? Yeah, I like this too. It's really good stuff. So we're going to make sure we get the thick one in there. And by the way, this is kind of a, a cool thing about it is that you put it in the refrigerator, a lot of times it will kind of solidify at the top. You guys, you guys ever kind of know that? That's like a great butter cream type thing. So if it does that, you can always take advantage of that and use that as like a butter cream type of, uh, type of thing. All right. So we're loading that in there. Right here, we've got our probiotics. This is coconut kefir. So this is actually fermented coconut. So it's phenomenal. I'm not going to put that in quite yet. I'm going to put in my Fit365 protein powder. This is flavored. So we've got good flavor that comes out of this. Who uses this? Some of you guys use this? What do you guys think? Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? So we want to definitely make sure we're putting in a good, good amount of that. Yeah, we'll put in four just because uh, we're making a huge shake right here. All right, we're going to put a little bit more of that in there. All right, this is always an experiment. We're going to need the fish oil too. Always an experiment, guys. Okay, we never know how this is going to come out. This is the fun of this. All right, so here we go. Blend this up.
We're not done yet, though, are we? All right, so what else do we still need to add? I'm going to put in, now I've pretty much got it blended up, but I'm going to put in more of the fragile items. Okay, so the reason why I put these in at the end is because I want to make sure that they don't get denatured, right, or torn up by the blades or the heat that's provided. So one of the more fragile things is our hemp oil. Okay, so hemp oil, that's why it's in a dark container here, right, and keep it in the refrigerator. So this is, again, good source of GLA, right, also a phenomenal source, um, great, great source of GLA, also a good source of uh, smaller chain omega-3s. So we're going to put a little bit of that in there, okay. And we have got our fish oil, so we're going to get some good, high-quality EPA and DHA, our brain fuel right here. We're going to pour some of that in there, okay. There we go. And let's see what else we got. Oh, yeah, we got our coconut kefir. So I'm going to put in my probiotics right there. All right. Oh, my. this is a new one. First opening right here. Nice and fresh. You can get this at Whole Foods as well. Anybody ever got this before? It's awesome. It's like $12.99 or something like that. Probiotics right there. Good. Good stuff. All right. Also, I forgot our good salts, right? So we want some good minerals there. Good salts. So we put a little bit of that in there. And we're going to blend this up. I could also put egg in there, right? I just know that there's some people that, you know, don't eat, don't eat eggs. So, uh, But I could put that in there because egg is a phenomenal good fat source. <laughs> Had it on high. Don't want that on high. Good thing the lid was on. <laughs> that would have been on my shirt. Okay. Here we go, guys. What do you think? What do you think? You think first shot? First, I'm going to try it out. Oh, yeah, that's great. You guys are going to love this. All right, a little, little third-party endorsement here. Jamal, go ahead and give it a shot. What do you think? One thumb, two thumbs, three, four? Two thumbs. Two thumbs. All right. So Jamal is going to go ahead, pour that. If you need to make another shake, go for it. Okay. Great. So he's going to pour that, make sure everybody gets some. So you guys see how that works? So, whoa, whoa getting some of that on my pants. All right. So you guys see how that, kind of how that works? So we're just taking all these ingredients. This is a cool thing about shakes. I mean, you can just literally just, you know, put all this good stuff in there, and it comes out. It's phenomenal. You'll enjoy it. You know, it's quick. It's easy. So if you don't even like some of that stuff, um, like for me, I, I eat them regularly, but I really don't like pumpkin seeds. <laughs> I just don't like them for some reason, right? And so, yeah, I just throw them in the shake, right? So good to go. Right, so I can just put them right, right there in the shake. But for some reason, if I eat a bunch of them, I just don't, I just don't like it. I just don't like the taste. Yeah, can so, you yeah, you definitely. Awesome. So there you go, Joyce. Just throw it in the shake. So I guarantee, guys. I just put a ton of turmeric in there. I guarantee nobody will be able to taste the turmeric, right? Um, and so you can definitely hide things in, in that shake. You can put all kinds of stuff. We put a bunch of greens powder in there. There's no way you'll taste that greens powder. So it's awesome. Yeah, you can get the maca powder, right? At whole, that's where I got that one, right at Whole Foods. And so absolutely. So you guys see kind of how that works? So those are the major things. 
You can also add some other things in there. Like we said, we could have put the egg in there. Egg is phenomenal for your brain. Lots and lots of good fats for your body. So you're just a phenomenal superfood. Um, you could, you know, if you got like a like a, a borage oil or something like that instead of the hemp oil, you could put that in there for your GLA. But I would say most important things that really differentiate the hormone shake are really focusing on making sure that you're getting a lot of those those good fats, like with the egg. Uh, the maca, obviously, is a unique aspect. Getting that GLA in there is so key for the hormones. So, absolutely, real, real key aspect to it. And you guys, at the end, will get a chance to also try, if you want, try those uh, almonds up there. So, we're going to go into this just real quick. Daily detox. So, this is a key component because we've got all these xenoestrogens. Really, really key that we, uh, that we detox effectively. And so, the way that we do that without going out and getting a, you know, an expensive supplement or something like that, is this is something that every single person in this room can do starting you know, immediately. And what we do with this is, number one, we give ourselves a minimum of 12 hours between meals overnight. And if one of you guys can hit this light, that would be great too, Terry or Charmaine or somebody. Um, so give ourselves a minimum of 12 hours between meals overnight. So the way that looks is this is that let's say you ate a dinner at 6, 7, you know, wherever it is. For me, oftentimes, like I do this tonight, right? So I haven't eaten since, uh, you know, about 12.30 today. So, you know, I'm going to eat some food at the end. But the reality is I try to eat light. Sometimes I'll make a shake or something like that. Or, you know, I'll, I'll eat some food. But I always want to give myself at least 12 hours. So I will not, so like tomorrow morning, I won't eat breakfast, okay? I'll just make sure I'm drinking a lot of water. I still take, you know, certain supplements, um, and I'll, I'll, that way my liver can go through a full detox cycle, right? And so that's actually a good thing, believe it or not. I know we've been told all these years that, uh, you know, we have to eat breakfast. And, you know, at times it can definitely be good. But we want to make sure we're getting that 12-hour uh, space in there. And that's going to be key. Eight hours it takes, I'm sorry, it takes four hours for our body to really process and digest our meal and then on top of that, it takes an additional eight hours for our liver to go through a full detox cycle. So that's why that's key. Then when we get up in the morning, we drink lots of water, right? So who drinks lots of water when they wake up in the morning? Good. That's very, very key for hydrating your system and enhancing your detox process. It's going to allow your colon to move naturally. It's going to allow you to really be able to detox more effectively. Then we, add a, we can add a little bit of the good salts into the water. Um, we can also add some lemon some apple cider vinegar. And so those things are going to naturally help our liver detox even more effectively. So anybody here do that? We'll take a little apple cider vinegar or lemon. Yeah, it's phenomenal stuff, right? And so, by the way, I've got a guy in this office. uh, He just started, and uh, the guy is like practically, uh, you know, his liver and his gallbladder, I mean, they're they're congested, and he's got all the symptoms that, you know, obviously a, a, a serious issue there, right? And I told him, look, you're looking at surgery unless we do something radical. So obviously, you know, we're, we're adjusting him, taking pressure off of his nerves, and then uh, he's taking apple cider vinegar. What he notices is that every time he has the symptoms, he drinks water. I told him to put two tablespoons apple cider vinegar in the water. He drinks that right after, or like right when he's having those symptoms, it goes away immediately. So he's really had, had alleviation. He was telling me today, he's like, I wish somebody told me this two years ago when it first started. So you know anybody that's going through that, obviously that's a key step. Now I'm having him juice, right? So as his body starts to detox these things, okay? Then we can also use liver cleansing herbs. 
such as dandelion, cilantro. So a lot of these herbs, um, ginger, turmeric, right? So you guys got the turmeric, obviously, in the shake. So that's one of those major ones. Also, there's some spirulina in there, too, in the greens powder and chlorella. So those are some of our best. So if you do want to get a cleanse, okay, this is something that everybody can do right away. But if you do, if you, you know, if you want to get a cleanse, uh, you know, it's not a uh, very expensive cleanse. This one really helps your liver out. It's called the raw cleanse. So what we have right over here, um, it's the raw cleanse. Phenomenal for your body. Helps you loads up on the milk thistle, different things like that. It will speed up that detox process. So it definitely would be the, the supplement I would recommend there. Okay, on top of that, obviously make sure that you're getting out in the sun. Who got out in the sun this weekend? Bless you. Yeah, good. Awesome. Give, your, give yourself a round of applause. Great. So you guys just got some vitamin D. Come on, let's get it a little bit louder now. I know you guys are drinking shakes. Good. You guys got some vitamin D. That's key. We definitely want to make sure every single weekend we're spending quality time outdoors. For me, I went running outside. So actually, uh, right out here on this field, um, I was doing sprints Sunday morning before I went to church. Sun was out. It was beautiful. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, and I got probably about 20 minutes of uh, high-quality sun. It was just a great time. It was about 9 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock. Yeah, I just had a great, great run. It was awesome. And so vitamin D is key. Uh, you know, if, if you're, if you're dark-skinned or you're just not able to get out in the sun, I would definitely recommend supplementation. Vitamin D is absolutely one of the most key supplements outside of the probiotics. And vitamin D is right up there, making sure that we're getting enough levels. And we, what we know today is that, you know, our levels really should be between 60 and 100 nanograms per milliliter. Most people, when they get their blood work done and they bring it in, whether they're white, whether they're you know dark skin, no matter kind of what their skin is, I've never really seen somebody bring one in that hadn't been supplementing, that brought it in and was like, oh yeah, my, my, my levels were you know in that range. Most of them are very, very deficient. And so this is something we really want to focus on, get that level up. Doesn't mean that you can't, because if you're out in the sun regularly, your, your liver is working well. This is a key component, because if your liver's not working well, um, for example, Rich, uh, the guy that, was, that, that had the liver issue, this guy is, is white-skinned. He works outside in the sunshine, yet his vitamin D levels on that scale, they were 18 nanograms per milliliter. Extremely deficient. guy works outside. His skin's red, right? Yet he's not getting it because his liver can't process it because it's toxic. So if we're doing this regular detox and we're getting out in the sun, we're doing these things, that's going to really help us increase our vitamin D levels as well. And then on top of all of that, obviously the last component when we were looking at that chart, the last component that we really need to address obviously is nerve stress, right? Because what controls all functional healing in your body? What does that? Central nerve system. That God put the power right up here in your brain, your spinal cord, and that's what allows your heart to beat, your lungs to breathe, everything in your body to heal. So it's amazing. This lady came in, and she's a patient here, um, and she came in and she had a bag full of supplements, Right, she's been living this. Uh, she's you know, a raw foodist. You know, eats all organic. Um, just you know, she's in her fifties, but she has like almost perfect skin. Um, you know, and she she's doing all these things. In fact, she came in. She was referred in by another patient here. Um, this is maybe two months ago. Sat in the room with her, and she was she had no complaints written down on her on her chart. She you know everything was great. So I walked in the room. I was talking to her, and uh, and I and I said she was telling me about her nutrition, about all these things she's doing. I'm like, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, you're following, you know, right along with all this stuff. And I said, so what's going on? If there's anything I can help you with, what is it? And uh, she's like, well, she's like, my friend told me you'd be the one, you'd be able to tell me. She's like, I take all these things. I've been doing all this stuff. 
yet I have breast cancer. So she had breast cancer. She was actually going, she was going to start chemotherapy and radiation for all this stuff, right? So she had breast cancer. In fact, a large lump, two centimeter lump in her breast, right? And I said, and I was like, listen, I'm like, you know, you, you've done all of these different things, but remember, if there's a nerve blocked in your body, right? So if there's damage to any of these nerves, how well is the body going to heal? It's not. Does that make sense? So abnormal cells are going to build up. We took, we took an x-ray, right? And this is actually kind of shows you. So we're looking at biotoxins, right? Which household molds, we didn't really get into that too much. Heavy metals, right? Um, our, our nutrition, healing diet, so inflammation, things like that, okay? So, and then right in the middle, so all of that stuff, those are the corners of the pyramid. But right in the middle is really focusing on how our body is healing, our self-healing system. Because remember what it says in the Bible, the power within us is greater than the power in the world, right? And so God put this incredible healing power within us. We just have to make sure that it's open, it's ready, it's, it's able to ex express itself the way that it should. And so, you know, we went ahead, we did a scan on her, and we just saw, I mean, the scan was just off the charts all over the place. We knew that there was severe pressure on her spinal cord. And so when we looked at the x-ray, of course, it looked very, very similar to this right here. And when the, spinal cord, when the spinal cord looks like this, or when the spine looks like this, right, this is what it does to the cord, the cord itself. And so you guys can see this right here, normal natural curve. Look at the spinal cord, nice, full, and thick, sending all that power, all that healing out to the organs. Right over here, okay, so you lose a curve in your neck. Now, anybody here ever take gum before and stretch it? Yep, what happens in the middle when you do that? It gets real thin. Same thing happens with your spinal cord now, right? So it starts to get real thin, starts to stretch and tear. Brainstem gets tugged down. Who here is going to have hormone issues first? One on the left or one on the right? One on the right. Who's going to get cancer first? Yeah. Who's going to get heart disease first? That's right. And does it matter, guys? I mean, you know, we definitely want to do all the things that I talked to you guys about today, but it doesn't matter if this person right here is eating a great diet, exercising, using all the supplements, right? What's still going to happen to them? Same problems. You guys see that? That's why the number one thing, the most important thing, is making sure that our self-healing system is at its optimal. Because really, ultimately, if it is, our body can break down anything, that it literally has this incredible capacity to heal. Who's ever wondered how George Burns could literally smoke cigars every single day for 100 years, right? Live this toxic lifestyle and still make it 100 years, right? It's because his self-healing, his body was able to detox. It was able to heal at an extremely high level. Other people, like uh, the lady that's in our office or like Diana Reeves, 44, she got lung cancer. Their body is not able to detoxify and heal in that same manner. And so that's why the most important thing, most important test you can get done is to see how well your body is functioning and healing. And so if you're a guest today, right? Anybody here a guest? Um, that's not a patient. Yep. So if you're a guest here, you're not a patient, you've never had these tests done before, what we do as part of coming out here, being proactive about your health, we know that God sent you here for a reason. Maybe you're with somebody um, that brought you here. Maybe you found out about it through a newsletter or whatever it is, right? But we know that God sent you here for a reason. And so we feel like it's our responsibility to help you find out exactly how well your body's healing and be able to steer you in the right direction when it comes to your health. And so if you're here, what we do is we open our office, no charge. In fact, this Wednesday, we're having an incredible day where we're actually doing, um, we're actually gonna be doing a, a whole weight loss day. So anybody that comes in, um, any, any friends that you guys know, anybody that you know that obviously has to have this test done, which is who? Who needs to have these tests done? 
everybody, right? And so we're actually going to be opening our, day, that, our office, our patient appreciation day. And so anybody that you bring in, we're going to do a weight loss evaluation along with um, uh, a nerve conduction test at no charge, okay? And so we're not going to charge them. That's going to be our, our thank you to you guys, the patients, for just um, being incredible people and, and obviously getting great results. And so that's our thank you to you is that we're opening our office um, on Wednesday for anybody that wants to get checked. Um, if, you're, if you're a guest here today, make sure that uh, you see Charmaine right over here. She's got the schedule book, and uh, she will definitely get you set up with an appointment for Wednesday so you can get that evaluation done, get all that testing taken care of. Um, and then finally, guys, I mean, the reality is that we're on this mission, right? So who's on the mission to help? Who here wants to see the world changed, right? We saw all those statistics in the beginning that literally, I mean, people are dying left and right, that, 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 women, that girls are now sprouting breast buds right at eight years old. That, that we're losing sperm counts, that people are dying. I mean, people are sick and dying in our community. So obviously we're on this mission and we've got to start making radical change in the community. And so if you're a guest here and you were brought out by somebody, you know, that's why you were brought out because your friend thinks highly of you or maybe it's a family member, whoever it is, okay, and they want to help you. Um, if that's not the case, then ultimately, guys, there are thousands of people in our community that need this help. And so I can't get out to all of them. I was out at Whole Foods this weekend, right? We met carry out there and a whole bunch of other great people you know i get out every single chance i possibly can but ultimately if we're going to change this community i need your help too and so you know if you have anywhere that that i can speak at anywhere that you guys want me to come out even if you're just a gathering at your house where i can go and i can do a talk at you just let me know i'm going to be out there right um a church right so if you have a church that you want me to speak at um uh, uh your your work your office right any of those places i've been able to go out and help a lot of different people um, by doing those things. And so I need your help if we're going to get this message out. So who here is ready to help me? Who wants to help me? Awesome. So I want you guys thinking about that, people that you know, you know, different offices, you know, where I can speak at, all those types of things. And then next Monday night, just um, to recap what I was talking about, we're actually having this barbecue. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. So definitely a great time to bring your friends you know, people that you know. Um, we're going to be showing you all the, all the healthy steps as far as the barbecue goes. And we're just going to have a great time. And, again, we're raising a little bit of money for um, North Star Church. Uh, one of their pastors is actually a patient here. And uh, so we're just reaching out and, uh, and trying to help him with his program. So, anyways, guys, uh, if you have any questions, you know, I'm here to help you. We're here to, you know, to obviously, Debra, you have a quick question, or you can come up to me, obviously, and talk to me at the end. Okay, if you're a guest, again, make sure you get with Charmaine. Love you guys. If you need anything, email me. Uh, make sure you're on the email list so I can send you the uh, notes for tonight. And um, if you did not get a shake, did everybody get a shake? If you did not get a shake, we can make another one right up here. Okay? Awesome. That's the podcast for this week. Hey, don't forget to check out our new website. Log on to www.exodushcsandhealthcenter.com. See you next time.